Is this thing on? <laughs> I think I think so. You're listening to the What's Right Show. Sam Rajovsky here on uh, News Talk 840 KXNT. This hour brought to you by Sam and Ash Injury Law, 702-820-1234, because you deserve lawyers that share your values. Uh, before I get to the news of the day, friends, I want to share with you, I, after the program yesterday, I went to, flew down to Orange County, and I uh, had an opportunity that I decided to take up to see Jordan Peterson at the Honda Center, which is the home of the Anaheim Ducks. So it's a pretty decent-sized uh, arena. A portion of it in the back, you know, was curtained off, but the open, most of it, of course, open for seating. Uh, it was uh, an, a fascinating deal all around because, and, and I'll, I'll get to a little couple of the things that he said yesterday. In case you don't know, Jordan Peterson is a Canadian psychologist. Uh, he is a, I, I, I believe, truly an intellectual guy, uh, who is um, uh, become um, you know a YouTube phenomenon. He's an author as well. Uh, he's a professor, but he's been uh, enormously influential in the lives of many people, and he, I think, is a, a diametric uh, opposition to the a culture that we've been pushing in this country, in fact, all around the world, uh, telling people the great lie to just be yourself. And Jordan Peterson is one of these people who very early on has come out and said, well, you know what? If, if you aren't a good person, if you are lazy, if you like to you know, sit on your couch and eat potato chips and play video games all day, then maybe you shouldn't be you. You should be somebody completely different. <laughs> Which... We all, I think, you know, profoundly agree with, and uh, so so this was. I wanted to see him live. I want to see this event, and I my my reaction is, of course, is the the room, the building was completely full. I mean, there were some open seats up in the nosebleeds, but it was you know it was packed, and the type of people there. I want to. Yes, I know it was Orange County, but still. We're talking about the left coast, We're talking about California. Uh, people there, how would I describe, first descriptor I have for them is that they looked happy. You know, there was a room full of, I thought it would tilt more men. I thought it would be, you know, I thought there would be more men in the room, but there, there really were quite a lot of couples. And everybody there just looked healthy and happy and and, um, you know, sorted, I guess. You know, just put together. People were dressed nicely. I was, you know, I was tired and I had flown in, so I was dressed as a schlub. I had a, a hoodie on. Uh, and it was cold. It's been getting cold here and, frankly, even in California. So I was wearing, a, you know, some, some warm, warm gear. But people were dressed very nicely. And... Uh, and and I think the 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 mood of the event. If you haven't been to to one of these uh, Jordan Peterson deals, it, it, it had the feeling of a of a revival. And I, I've never been to you know like to a Harvest Crusade or anything like that, but it it had it had that type of feel. 
And he had everybody, everyone in the room, I mean, just was hanging on every word and said a lot of interesting things. And I'm just, I'm very glad I went because it renewed my faith that there are a ton of us out there that are like-minded, that want to truly better themselves, that aren't willing to go with just the, the woke, you know, mantras, all the stupid, dangerous, and insane stuff that they want us uh, to accept and swallow, right, ultimately. And there's a room full of people who said no to this. I looked over to the right-hand side of the room, and at one point, a whole row of white-robed Catholic priests walk in, and they took up... I. <laughs> fascinating a whole row of priests and um yes they um one of them got up and brought beers back for all the other priests i think that was one of the people watching highlights of the um of the day so at any rate jordan peterson uh yesterday in orange county was was very pleased to go and then i got in a on a flight this morning at uh the first flight out back so that was you know the the 6 7 a.m flight Oof, I am tired. I am beat. Ready for this weekend, folks. Not going to lie. Now, the, you know, I gotta, I'm got i summoning up the energy here because we have so much to talk about today on the What's Right Show, which is, as you know, the place to be, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. here on News Talk 840 KXNT. And one of the most important things right now uh, going on is this deal with Twitter. And I want to explain it to you from both my perspective as an attorney, because I am Sam from Sam and Ash. I practice law here in Las Vegas and in California. And there's a so there's a, a legal component to these layoffs, this reorganization that Elon Musk is pushing. And you're, you're going to hear a lot about this over the coming weeks. A lawsuit has already been filed, was filed last night. Uh, by an enterprising lawyer in California. You have other people, activists, activist, uh, you know, employment lawyers who are out there soliciting cases. One of the big ones is Lisa Bloom, who is a Democrat super lawyer in California. And she's already out there, you know, hey, if, you, if, if you've been laid off, come see me because there's some allegations that, of course, this is violative of federal and California law, these layoffs uh, being done without notice. The lawsuit... Uh, by the way, the lawsuit that was filed Thursday, yesterday in California, in federal court, was on behalf of four employees that were laid off. And that's not enough numerosity, meaning number of people to even satisfy the base requirement for that suit. So unless they have more people join it, that thing's going to get kicked out. Because the the, the idea here, the, the, something called the Warren Act of federal law is that if there's you know, certain number of people being laid off, thousands, right? You, you have to give them 60 days notice. Now, what's in the news, right? This is the, uh, there's a, a legal component. Now there's the, also the business component to it. And I am a longtime business owner. I have, I, I started a tech company. I, I built, I built a, a legal software that my industry uses. Uh, I sold that company to a hedge fund. I have some experience here and I know what I'm talking about. So let me, let me just explain to you what's going on behind the scenes. Because in the news, what I'm reading is a whole lot about Elon Musk, you know, ignoring the law 
and facing enormous repercussions. That he's going to get sued. The regulators in California who <clears throat> hate him, right, are going to go after him. And this is all going to be tremendously expensive. And you've probably also seen in the news that there's uh, the tweets by Elon Musk have come to say basically, Honey Badger don't care. Like he, he's, he's like, I don't give a crap, and I'm just going to go ahead and do this. So here's what's going on. He's going to do it because it's the right thing to do for the business. And this is the reality that a lot of business owners deal with day to day. Many of you are nodding your heads. You own a business and you're like, yeah, Sam, exa you're exactly right. There's what is what the regulation requires. And when you operate a business in California, let me tell you, friends, the rules are insane. I remember the first time <laughs> that my uh, a, a law firm that I, I owned, I started out in California when we hit 100 people. Uh, and that, that that's, you know, a, a magic number in California. And I remember hitting the 100 people and I just, it was the, the amount of effort and work and compliance and all the things we had to do. And the truth is sometimes we had bad people or a bad department. We had people there that were a cancer uh, on the, on the org, right? On, on the, on, on the, just a, yeah, a cancer inside the office. One, two, three, four, maybe maybe even ten entire team unit. And I've always been of the mind that if you've got somebody bad in your organization, get rid of them. Get rid of them as quickly as you possibly can. And that's because, you know, whatever the legal repercussions that ultimately will come a year or two later, if you put your business in a better footing – if you get rid of that cancer, and then because what always happens is you get rid of the bad people, everybody else takes notice, right? The people that are actually working hard, that love working where they work, they don't want to be around poison, right? They don't want that sitting next to them. We've all worked at companies where there are people that are constantly complaining, constantly uh, not doing their job. We're picking up their slack, right? We, we're all, we all know this. We understand that viscerally. And so uh, I'm just, you know, saying this here that when you when your employer comes in and removes those bad actors, there's a bit of a mood lift. And that mood lift almost invariably for me every single time resulted in a slight uptick in revenue. More productivity, more enthusiasm, both of which contribute to the bottom line significantly, okay? And these are, these to me are, are just fundamental principles of business. So Elon Musk is looking at this and he's going, listen, I don't, <laughs> I don't care if the number one top, and I say this as a lawyer, right? But as a conservative attorney, I, Elon's saying, I don't care if the number one most satanic democratic super lawyer comes after me. I don't care if the state of California comes after me. I have to write the ship. I have to do the same thing that they tell you on the airlines. You know, if, should cabin pressure drop, you know, first put the mask on yourself and then on your kid. I got to put the, he has to put the oxygen mask on the company. If the company is in a solid footing two years from now when all this gets disposed of, then he's got the money to pay it out and, and, and tell everyone to bugger off. 
If he doesn't, the whole thing fails. And you still have the litigation, but you don't have the money to pay it, if that makes sense. So I, I'm, you know, you're going to hear a lot about this lawsuit business, and people are going to wag their, and it's already happening in the media. Now, the media is saying, oh, did he breaking the law? He's just, this is it. You know, this is really going to punish him. This is really going to be, these people have never run a business. They don't know crap. Most of the people on the radio, on television, on YouTube don't know anything, Okay. And so I'm here to tell you this, this is exactly what's happening. And he's, can you imagine, have, have you seen the photos of him when he was walking into the building, even shortly before the deal closed? You, if looks could kill, that whole building, those are cockroaches, okay? Those are people who are so angry and upset that Elon bought the company and is taking it private, and, and they're all resistors, and to put this in, in, take it to political terms, I'll end with this here before we go to break. Uh, to put it in political terms, you know, this is, is, is what needs to happen when you drain the swamp. You know, Trump talked about draining the swamp. This is literally what needs to happen. The, Twitter is a swamp. It's filled with people who, if left in their places, would resist and fight and obstruct Elon in whatever his mission is, it doesn't matter. It's his damn company. And the number one problem when you have a business, I don't care if it's a mom and pop, if you've got a, a small, you know, you've got two, three employees, one of those employees thinks that it's his business or her business and thinks he knows better than you, that's poison. That'll sink your ship. And you know I'm right. Many of you, I, and I get your emails, by the way, sam at samandashlaw.com is my email. Well, I, I hear from you, and you, 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 know, you know exactly what, um, what I'm talking about here. All of you are nodding. Okay, quick uh, break. By the way, speaking of draining the swamp, Trump will get a chance at this. There's some rumor that he's soon to throw his hat into the race. Let me tell you about that. When we return, you're listening to The What's Right Show, Sam Marjofsky, here on News Talk 840 KXNT. If you've been in an accident, there's no reason to call a sleazy lawyer. It's not just about the settlement check. It's about representing your interests and your values. So call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit samandashlaw.com. Sam Rajofsky, News Talk 840 KXNT. You're listening to The What's Right Show, brought to you by Sam and Ash, Injury Law, 702-820-1234. Uh, friends, uh, just to put these layoffs of Twitter into context a little bit, um, you know, there are a lot of companies that in the last day announced layoffs. Lyft is getting rid, Lyft, you know, the rideshare company, 13% of its workers. Opened, uh, Open Door, 18%. Stripe, 14%. Morgan Stanley's laying off people. Oh, you know, this is not just mean Elon doing his thing, although I am I think, you know, frankly, he's gonna have to replace most of the people in that building, as I mentioned just before the break. Now, friends, little bit of a development. I I'm I'm puzzled by this. I'm so puzzled. Paul Pelosi, apparently now, we have found out, he came to the door, he answered the door when f the police arrived. The 911 call to a San Francisco home over there on um, Knob Hill, 
I think is where he lives. I, you know, big house. Uh, nine one one call. We've we've heard the details of that nine one one call. He says he's got some a friend named David there and um, speaking in code, whatever that means. And so police show up, open the door. He comes to the door and is calm. He doesn't run out of the house saying, guys, save me. He didn't declare an emergency. He had David DePop or DePape, whatever his, however you pronounce his name. He got him in the house. So the cops walk in, they're starting to have a conversation and that's when the attack occurred. Again, I... I want to ask this sincerely, right? And I know law enforcement officers, you, you guys have a, a, a tough time. But what the, what the hell? They know who this person is. It's a VIP, right? I, I think I, I'm, I'm confident everybody knows the Pelosi name in the U.S. So if you're, a, you're an SF cop and you, you, you know who Paul Pelosi is, You've responded to a 911 call. You've got a lot of details up on your screen, on your computer. You, you know that this is, this is an object, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a, a facility, a, a building that is, you know, is probably flagged in the system, right? Because you have Capitol Hill police uh, securing that uh, area when Nancy Pelosi's in town. So you know who you're dealing with. And, and I mean, th- this whole thing is so bizarre, and so I am sick and tired of them shoving down our throats this, this idea that you cannot question any of it. You can't say this isn't adding up. I, I, you know, I have to believe on some level that the responding officers have, uh, how, would I, how would I put it, a gut feeling that they go with to determine danger levels. Police officers tend to, with some experience, be good reads of uh, readers of people. So something about that situation didn't feel like a home invasion robbery to the officers. Otherwise, they would have drawn their gun on this intruder and ordered him on the ground and would not have let him be free and moving around in the room with a hammer. I'm perplexed by this. And so, once again, I'll tell you, let's wait for more information to come out because I I, I don't think that this is all going to be as straightforward as we think it is. Now, on the same day, we had a Republican running for Congress. Uh, Last night, his window shot out. His kids were sleeping in the room upstairs where the bullets flew in. Some fanatic targeted his house. It's all because his opponent had filmed a commercial in front of, you know, this candidate's residence. I, after I got back from the Jordan Peterson event last night, scoured the mainstream media for any mention of this. Nothing. It had just happened. Nothing, nowhere, anywhere could you find anything about this. They don't actually care about political violence. They care, and I mean they, of course, being the Democratic Party and their shills in the media, they care about winning elections. I just wish they were transparent about it. We had Dark Brandon browbeat us day before last, talking about political violence has no place in our country and 
all this stuff, right? He read almost mostly intelligibly from the teleprompter the entire address. It all went swimmingly. And guess what? At the end of the day, it really is only violence against Democrats that they care about. All right, time out here. We got it. News and all that stuff here. Bottom of the hour. You're listening to the What's Right Show. Sam Rajofsky. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Personal injury law is constantly changing. Uber and Lyft accidents aren't like other cases, but most law firms haven't kept up. Don't trust a new case to a lawyer who's stuck in the past. Call Sam and Ash, 702-820-1234 or visit SamAndAshLaw.com. What a fabulous time to be alive. Friends, so happy to be here with you. Sam Rajofsky, Nevada's favorite recovering Californian. That's right. I was raised, not born, but raised in California. Did my time. And then decided to fly the coop. And Absolutely uh, so happy to call Nevada home for the past three years. Uh, particularly here in Las Vegas, so many great people, breath of fresh air, and an opportunity now in the coming week to turn the state red. This is just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But friends, everyone, please go out there and vote. A number of you have asked me about the voter guide. I am sorry. I have a job here, you know, of course, uh, being an attorney, and then and then I, I've got the show, and we're kind of on a, Got a, got a tight staff here, so we didn't get around to it. A couple of comments on this. First off, power to parent. Uh, that is, I love their voter guide, and I endorse it fully. So for the school board races in particular uh, and statewide offices, uh, power to parent. They've got a voter guide. Check it out. Uh, that's power to, uh, numeral to, parent.com, uh, I believe is their site. But you'll, you'll find it. It's, it's good. The other thing I want to mention is I will be on... Uh, with Alan Stock the day after the election here at 2, but we're going to have, it's going to be both of us from 2 to 5. And so Alan and I will be together. This is the day after the election. This is is must-listen radio because we're going to go through what we know so far, what the state of the results are. I don't think we're going to know much election night, so we decided not to do a live uh, broadcast extended broadcast election night because polls are still going to be open and then it won't be i think until you know possibly even thursday friday that we we know some of these races that are i anticipate they're going to be pretty tight here but we'll talk of course about what's going what what's happened locally what's happening across the country what to expect all of that we will cover and of course you know alan stock you listen to him here at 8 a.m Alan is a, a fixture in the community. He's a mentor to me and a good friend. And I'm honored uh, to have the opportunity to broadcast a show together with him. So please tune into that. That'll be next Wednesday. That's the ninth day after the election here on News Talk 840 KXNT. Trump is announcing, well, there's rumor, I guess, now swirling that Trump will announce a run for the presidency on the 14th on the 14th of November. Now, um, 
let me first, me- mechanics, let me explain some, some details about announcing runs. Typically speaking, it behooves a candidate to time their um, entry, their official declared entry into a, a race at the right time. Okay, and you're probably thinking, well, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> of course it's at the right time. It, it, there's a sweet spot. Typically, it's called, you don't want to be too soon and you don't want to be too late. You don't want to be too soon because the minute that you declare all sorts of very stringent laws attached to your campaign, rules you have to follow, until you announce, until you formally throw your hat into the ring, less of those rules apply to you as a potential candidate. So, right, so from the moment that you go from potential candidate to real candidate, declared candidate, a whole series of, of federal law starts to apply to you, uh, advertise, you know, how much money you can collect from individuals, reporting requirements, etc. So most candidates wait, but there's also another component to it, and you don't want to be too late because you, know, you don't want potential challengers to come along and gain steam ahead of you, right? So there's a couple of reasons why I tend to believe that Trump will, whether it's on the 14th or not, announce earlier than normal. And I, I look, the election will be in 24. So normally a candidate would announce sometime in 23. So announcing two years early is really very early. Months early at least. But I believe that Trump will do it, and I think there are two reasons for it. One, there's a political reason uh, the political reason being, um, you know, Trump doesn't, it's bad enough that, as he sees it, right, that there's this potential significant challenge by DeSantis. But there are other challengers who could enter the fray. Yunkin, for example, Glenn Yunkin, and uh, governor of Virginia, I, I know he's eyeing the top prize. Uh, he, we've got, there's other, there's other can't Tulsi Gabbard, right? I mean, she's look, she's out there, folks, and she's making waves and she's endorsing all the right people. She's stepping in the fray, and the public adore her. Now, is it an, an you know audition for a vice presidential ticket, perhaps? But I could see her throwing her hat into the into the ring for a Republican nomination. Just side note, there, Tulsi is undeclared right she hasn't i don't think she's converted to republican yet but that could change and i think the republican party with what she's doing for true conservative candidates here uh in the midterms would embrace her with open arms i do believe that um so you know i i i think there's there's that um the other side of this of course is a legal defensive move so i believe right i i folks i do i believe that the biden administration is trying to figure out how to charge trump and is to some extent gaming it out so they're not the least bit concerned with law and available defenses which let me just sum it up right trump all he has to do and it, we'll see what they charge him with but all he has to do is say i I, you know, 
I waved my pen over these documents and declared them by myself in my, in my, I, I, he could have been sitting on the toilet and, you know, summarily declassified all of these documents found at Mar-a-Lago strewn about the floor. So there's, you know, if, if this was a dispassionate investigation, the, idea of charging a target here would be would be insane but setting that aside we're not dealing with that this is a political question i think politically they know what they want to do so they're also determining their weaknesses right they're swatting it out strengths and weaknesses and the the, the weaknesses that they're looking at are you know what how, how what is presented in terms of blowback how do we do this if he declares if trump declares friends i am convinced at that point, the, the, yeah, the, it, it forces Biden's hand to declare and put in a special counsel. Now, is that good or bad for Trump? It, it, it's, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's probably bad. Okay, either, either way, right? It's bad. But it's also bad potentially for the administration because now they at least – theoretically, right, legally, lose control over that process. And you're, you're thinking, because I'm thinking it too, you think, well, okay, they're going to pick somebody that is so reliable. I mean, they're going to pick somebody that is, um, that is going to be absolutely, uh, how do I put this? I mean, there's going to be somebody who they can, they, they know is going to get the job done and, take Trump all the way to trial and get a conviction. But I, again, I'm a lawyer, and I know lawyers, and I know how lawyers operate, particularly these kind of greedy, quasi-government goofballs. When you open and assign a special counsel investigation, that special counsel gets a budget, and it's big, okay? It's like getting, it's like landing the client of a lifetime. It's not very often that as a lawyer, you get a job and they give you a multi, you know, $30 million, right? So what happens in these investigations uh, invariably is they drag on because these lawyers are packing this up with a bunch of their friends, they're they're returning favors to people. They're hiring people. They're bringing people in. And it, 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 the point being is this thing could drag out longer than the other side wants. All the while making Trump eminently respectable. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, if they charge Trump, how's that going to make you feel? Because regardless of, of who you support, you say, like, I want Trump no matter what. Maybe that DeSantis guy, Tulsi Gabbard, Pompeo, whatever, right? Regardless of your, I'm telling you, if they charge Trump, we all are going to have heightened sympathies to Trump. And some of us might even be so inclined to suddenly go, you know what? F those guys. (laughs) We're going to, or I'm going to vote for Trump just to spite these crazy people. I think that's the real weakness of this whole thing. So I, I mean, so so Trump is definitely realizing the sooner that he declares his candidacy, the more it complicates it for Biden, for Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, etc. 
because now suddenly they're not dealing with an ex-president, just an ex-president. They're dealing with a potential rival. Oh, that raises the stakes. So I, you know, frankly, if I were advising Trump as an attorney, not as a campaign manager, but as an attorney, I would tell him, you, you need to declare your candidacy too sweet. Like yesterday. And, in, you know, it is actually showing a tremendous amount of restraint that he hasn't done it before the midterms, that he's not allowing, he doesn't want to overshadow what's happening with these races, and he doesn't want to insert himself anywhere beyond being a hype man for all these candidates. And I, I frankly, I, I, I admire that. So, uh, so that's, I, I mean, that's the, that's the scoop. And again, I think a lot of people are going to have, have different takes on this, but I, I, I see it. I, that's how I see it playing out. So I, I do tend to believe that there is a strong likelihood that the Trump will announce on the 14th or thereabouts that it will happen soon. And by the way, in case you're wondering, can he still run if he gets indicted? Can he run if he gets convicted? Yes. I mean, yes. That's not a prohibition in the Constitution. So all of this is just, again, it'll be, it doesn't, it, I mean, in theory, he could be president from jail, I guess. Um, I, it's just all very strange. It's all very strange. I got to take a quick break. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I'm going to, yeah. oh, you saw the dinner tape. Well, Trump was talking about his first term. There's going to be a documentary coming out, and there's a little leak from it or a little preview from it. I'll play a clip because he says something very interesting that I personally agree with uh, strongly. So I'll, I'll get that to you here in a moment. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The What's Right Show. Sam Rajofsky here on News Talk 840 KXNT. Hi, it's Ash from Sam and Ash Injury Law. You need a lawyer you can trust. So give us a call at 702-820-1234 or go to salmonashlaw.com. No pressure, just answers, because you deserve what's right. Any hockey fans out there? Any people love our community here in Las Vegas and Henderson? Good, listen up. Sam Rajovsky here, News Talk 840 KXNT. You're listening to the What's Right Show, brought to you by Sam and Ash Injury Law, 702-820-1234. Uh, Sam and Ash, we're doing a lucky launch drive. Please, if you can here, uh, this month, drop off new a new stuffed animal or two to the Sam and Ash office. We're right here in the Arts District. You can also purchase and donate stuffed animals from our Amazon wish list. All the stuffed animals donated to us will be thrown onto the ice when the Silver Knights score their first goal. And this is, uh, we'll be doing this event right at the beginning of December. So get, get more information. Follow me on Twitter, What's Right Sam, Instagram, What's Right Sam, uh, also the firm Sam and Ash Law for more information on this. I'm going to have a link in our podcast show notes, those of you who are smart, download the podcast or subscribers, it's free. You have no excuse not to. You miss a show, you might miss something really important and then not be the smartest person in the room when you're talking about current events, politics, and life here in Las Vegas and beyond. The podcast, What's Right Show, is on Apple Podcast and Spotify. So find it there. We're going to have the like I said, we're going to have the, uh, the, show, uh, the notes uh, uh, in the show notes. We'll have information, a link 
for the Sam and Ash Lucky Launch Drive, and that's in partnership with the Henderson Silver Knights, which is a team that we sponsor and love and adore. So, go Knights, go, and let's get some stuffed animals here for the kids in need this Christmas, upcoming Christmas season. Yeah, Christmas, friends, it's right around the corner. Um, well, while I'm talking about Sam and Ash, let me tell you, you know, I had another email yesterday from a listener who had had an employment law case and said that because he hired the best lawyer and not the cheapest lawyer, he ended up winning everything he needed. And it was, I believe what he said was over $100,000 in uh, a victory for him in his particular case. And, and so he said, keep up the you know good work in explaining this because there are firms around town that advertise about being the discount firms. They advertise about you know being uh, budget lawyers. They, they, they argue with and tell people that that's why they should hire them. And sometimes, with a few particular firms, quite often, you know, we get calls from people who decided to go the cheap route and then end up in a world of hurt. They call us, we come in and we can fix, you know, we do oftentimes fix their case, but we get the file. And I see what this other firm has done on, on, on the case. It's terrible. It's awful. Because the mantra is true. You get what you pay for. The fact of the matter is, you pay a little more, you get a lot more. It's a business investment. We understand that, right? And it's very important that we spread this message because there is some very poor lawyering in this town. And, um, and Ashley and I, my partner here at Sam and Ash, we're out to fix this. And, and the other thing I always mention too is, listen, you know, we're always looking as conservatives for firms businesses to support that share our values. And to that end, you know, most lawyers here, I hate to break it to you, are big-time Democrats. <laughs> and that's an understatement. My, uh, my top, I would say my top three competitors, uh, uh, you can look them up in the donations that they make. And I, by the way, it's, I get on these lists, right? There's this one big firm in town. They send me emails, updating emails, because I'm on their and we, we all are on each other's list. So they send me these emails. Vote, it's vote is coming up on Tuesday. And they, they have their, their recommendations. And it's just a straight dem ticket. And I think to myself, this is why Sam and Ash exists. Because it is an alternative for conservatives here in Las Vegas. And in California, frankly, too. We have an office in California. Very important for you to know that as well. You get hurt out there. Something happens. Call us. We can help. 702-820-1234. And my email address, I always give this out, sam at samandashlaw.com. That's my email. Reach out to me with any questions. I try to respond. There's a couple I haven't gotten to right now. Uh, it's been a busy 48 hours for me, but I, I'm, I'll, I get to them eventually, I promise. And if you don't hear back from me right away, resend your email. You know, Bring it to my attention because I do, I do respond to every single email that I can. So there it is. You deserve what's right. Sam and Ash Injury Law, 702-820-1234. Um, Trump doing a documentary talking about, you know, some video footage of them discussing things. That I, I'm looking forward to seeing it because I saw a little clip of this. And 
this was put out. Uh, by the way, the documentary is going to be produced by Daily Wire Plus. Uh, great people over there. And uh, this is uh, Trump talking about really what it was like being president from 2016 to 2020. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I have, you know, I, I, I am, in, I have so much admiration for Trump, really. What he endured in those four years is just unbelievable. And I do have, you know, I do have some, some criticisms, of course, of, of Trump, uh, particularly kind of his organizational capacity, that it, it seemed to me that the West Wing could have been run better. And that's, that's the short version of it. But I heard this particular uh, bit come out, or, you know, spoiler from the documentary being produced. I just want you to listen to him explaining why Trump thought his job was hard. Because I think we all, in, you know, it, we'll listen to this and we all agree that he's a thousand percent correct. You know, we worked very hard and we worked probably three times harder, five times harder than anybody else because no I had two jobs, to run the country and to survive. Yeah. Uh, if you think That's about true. it, the survival was much more That's difficult true. than the <laughs> Literally, no matter what, we'd beat one thing and then two weeks later, another one would yeah. start. We'd beat that, another one would start. It goes on and on. It went on and on and on. Very relatable. I'll be back on Monday. I'll see you then, folks. Love you. Have a great weekend. Sam Rajofsky, over and out.